0: Welcome to the Principles of Success, Interviewing the Experts, and today's book review is The Dip, a little book that teaches you when to quit and when to stick. So, this is actually a book that was recommended to me by one of you guys. Um, I always appreciate it when you guys reach out to me, especially when you tell me what the podcast has been doing for you guys. That's the reason why I've stuck with it as long as I have. Uh, And if you want to reach out to me, the best way is to reach out to me through my Instagram, and it is Nathan Dickison, N-A-T-H-A-N. D-I-C-K-E-S-O-N. And again, I love hearing from you guys. If it's just a thank you, a a book suggestion like this, or just any thoughts on the podcast or something that you disagree with or um, liked or would like more of, just let me know. I appreciate it when you guys reach out. So, The Dip. This is a nice little book. I really like it because in the first season, I talked about the principle of... Persistence and Tenacity, and Not Quitting. This is a good book that talks about quitting. But more specifically, it talks about when it is time to quit and when it's not time to quit. So, what is the dip? The dip is that period in between. Actually, I have a quote of it. The dip is the long slog between beginning and mastery. It's that boring, dreaded middle. It's that period of time when the excitement of something new has worn off, but the enjoyment of mastery hasn't yet been achieved. So to be honest, I'm in the middle of a dip with this podcast. It gets old talking to this wall and talking about books that I have read multiple times. This one I haven't read multiple times, but that's... That's because it was a suggestion. So the dip is between is that long slog between beginning and mastery. And when you're in a dip, that is not when you're supposed to quit. There your competition will almost always quit this point because it becomes harder. You don't have the enthusiasm anymore. It takes discipline. I had a super major dip with my first book, Gemini. Uh, Speaking of which, I haven't promoted that one in a little while. Uh, If you like fantasy novels, I wrote a novel called Gemini, The Beginning of the End. And it's just a fun little fantasy adventure of wizards fighting wizards and having a bunch of fun. Also, there's a little bit of romance. So, go check that one out. I guess I'll put that link below this time instead of Blueprint. Anyway, I... Writing a book takes a long time, and the middle of a book is boring to begin with, and the middle of a giant project is boring. Needless to say, I was bored out of my mind and did not want to finish the stupid project. I had a great beginning, and I had a great ending, and I did not want to do the middle part. So that is when you don't quit. Some examples of when you do quit is the cul-de-sac when you're just going round and round in circles. This is that job that while you hate, it still provides you with benefits, it's, it's safe, and it's not too hard, but it's not enjoyable. And if you're not careful, you can spend your entire life in the cul-de-sac, going round and round, day in, day out, each week being f- super excited that it's Friday. Everybody loves Friday because they are done with the misery of the cul-de-sac for that week. But then they go back the next week. There's no immediate pain from sticking to the cul-de-sac, but you're not going to get anywhere. Another name for this would be the rat race. Working all day just to blow your paycheck at the end of the week, even if it's a job you really enjoy. If you blow your paycheck at the end of the month, if you're still at zero, that was a wasted month. I'm not exactly sure when this episode will come out, but it'll be somewhere around the savings episodes. So this is just another example of that. And then the other one where you should quit is the cliff. And this one is basically the same thing as the cul-de-sac, but things can abruptly end. And again, I'll use the job example. This is where you're randomly fired or laid off. You You gave 20 years to your company and then... They fire you, and you have to figure out what the heck you're doing in the future. So, I'm going to talk about the 10% on entrepreneur here in a few weeks. And that's a prime example of the cliff where he was working for a company, and then 2008 happened, and he had to reevaluate what he was doing with his life. And that's where he came up with the 10% entrepreneurial stuff. But we'll talk about that more when we talk about that book. So, The Cul-de-Sac and the Cliff are two prime examples of dead ends that you probably should quit. Now, here's the reason why. Quitting frees up resources. It frees up time. It frees up capital. It frees up energy. You only have finite amounts of each of those. And if it's on stupid dead end stuff then you don't have the time for the things that you can be great at. So, in other words, winners never quit is terrible advice. I quit all the time. I also have unmatched levels of tenacity and persistence. But I have tenacity for things like dating and financial success, but I'll quit a video game as soon as I get the most basic modicumness of boredom. So, yes, you should quit sometimes, and you should quit especially pointless dead-end stuff. However, on the flip side, there are also things that you shouldn't quit, and that's where the dip comes back in. This podcast has taken three years, this is the third year of doing it, to actually start producing some money. Now, is it any substantial amounts of money? No. But things take time. But here's the nice thing. Your competition will most likely quit in the dip. By persevering through the dip, through the slog, through the gap between the beginning and mastery, if you can survive that, well, then you're probably going to have a good chance of being successful because most of your competition is going to quit. However, the next thing to keep in mind is... Is it something that you can master? Can you be number one? There is no such thing as successfully average. You either have to be great or you probably should quit. Now, let's be clear. Don't overly judge yourself and think that you have to be perfect. And don't be impatient with the timeline. Like I said, this podcast has taken three years. and I'm still definitely not anywhere close to being the best podcaster in the world. So I'm not saying quit just because you're not freaking amazing right now. Remember, the dip is that time between beginning and mastery. It'll be a long time. And also, we've talked about this subject before, but it's the law of the market, or law of the category. I don't have to be the best podcaster in the world. I just have to be the best podcaster of my niche which is principles of success that's why you guys listen to me is because i'm talking about principles of success i'm not just talking about finance i'm not just talking about business i'm talking about principles another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And in this book, he calls those micro markets. You don't have to be the best organic farmer. In the nation, you just have to be the best organic farmer in your city. And then as you go about persuading people, are you trying to persuade individuals or the market? Because lots of people are going to say no. I'll use dating as an example. Are you going after that one particular person, and if they don't say, yes, your life is ruined, and you're just going to be single forever? Or are you going constantly meeting new people and Dating lots of people to try and find somebody that you're interested in and is interested in you. Don't go after just one person in business or in dating. Uh, J.K. Rowling um, got rejected 12 times before somebody said, Yeah, Harry Potter seems like an okay book. We might give you a shot. And then became the first billionaire author of uh, all time. the Most successful author of all time. And then next... Decide when you will quit. Don't have it be a willy-nilly process of in the moment you're tired, you're sick of it, you don't want to do it anymore because it's boring, staring at a wall for hours on end, or the stock market is crashing, but you know you're supposed to hold on to your stocks, and in fact you're supposed to buy when crashing, but everybody likes to sell when it's crashing because they panic. You need to decide ahead of time when you're going to quit, not in the moment. So I'll use this podcast as an example. Um, the first option for me quitting was the end of season one. I, deci- I decided not to quit at that point because I could see it was actually making some progress. It definitely was nowhere close to making money yet. I think I had like 200 people listening at that point. And if that's one of you guys, thanks for listening this whole time. So that was the first time where I would be okay with quitting. I finished the season, I talked about all the different principles, we were good to go. My next opening for quitting that I've decided I can do is actually still a couple years out, because this is the third season, um, and it's the second season of Attributes, so I have two more Attributes left to do before I can be like, you know what, I've covered everything that I want to cover, I think I'm good now. However, if I decide not to quit, which I probably won't, because, like I said, your guys' comments really help, um, then I still have plenty of other stuff to talk about. So, decide when you'll quit ahead of time, not in the moment when you're discouraged. And then the last point for today's episode is, you need to lean into the dips. These are the times for great- these are the opportunities for greatness, like I already said, your competition is most likely going to quit. Just by persevering, you're already ahead of most people. And then there's the whole f- problem with sunk cost. You already went this far. If it's something that you actually genuinely want to accomplish, then you should finish it because then otherwise that, all that effort was wasted. So lean into the dips. Yes, they can be boring. Yes, they can be hard. Yes, the excitement has worn off. Yes, you haven't seen the results that you're hoping for yet. Another great example is uh, going to the gym. When I finally got my last little health problem figured out, I was able to put on 30 pounds in uh, just a couple of months. Six months later, I am still the exact same weight, and I am lifting heavier, but the goal is to get big and bulky and strong. So I got the quick results that come from... They call them newbie gains. It's where your body basically just goes to its peak natural ability. And then after that, any progress is incremental. So you got to deal with the dips. You got to stick to them. Do not get trapped in the cul-de-sac or the cliffs, aka rat race and false sense of security. And either keep going or quit. And with that, I will see you all next week.